So I think copywriting today is probably uh, easier than it's ever been. But I think there, it's hard to put a price tag on the ability to do this for yourself because you don't. I don't think a, a machine will ever be able to come up with as something as unique as you could potentially come up with, especially if you know the product uh, inside and out. You can certainly feed ideas into the machine and get a better result of what you could do on your own, but having an idea of this structure at least will uh, you know, give you a framework to use and make creating a sales leader uh, that much easier. You're listening to The Growth Booth, the show focused on achieving lifestyle freedom through online businesses. Whether you're looking for step-by-step strategies to start building an online business, simple game plans to grow your business, or proven lifestyle freedom frameworks, you are in the right place. Stay tuned and be sure to join the thousands of listeners already in growth mode. Hey, Aiden Booth here. Welcome to episode number 61 of The Growth Booth, where today I want to start diving into copywriting and the psychology of selling and share with you ideas and techniques and formulas that I've used uh, to sell over $100 million in different products online over the past uh, couple of decades. And the most important thing I think for you to know from the outset is these are strategies that can be applied to almost any kind of online business. It doesn't matter if you're selling uh, e-commerce products. It doesn't matter if you're selling you know, someone to opt in to an email list. It doesn't ma- matter if you're selling via email or video or audio. The same process can be used over and over and over again. The formula can be used over and over again. So in this episode here today, episode number 61, I'll walk you through a simple seven-step formula that I learned from a copywriting legend, uh, Joe Sugarman. And then in the next episode, I'm going to talk to you about a series of the most common objections that you'll get from people who are considering uh, investing in the product uh, that you may be selling. So um, copywriting is the craft of creating content that will sell Uh, whatever it is that you're trying to sell. And the sale may not always be something transactional. It may not always be someone actually taking out their credit card and paying for something, although that's what uh, hopefully it is in in, in most cases. That's what it tends to be. But it could be opting in to an email sequence, as an example. That's a non-transactional sale uh, right there. And the formula, the framework that I tend to use, which I've sort of got uh, built into me at, at this point from having done it for so many years, really boils down to seven core steps. And I'm going to walk you through them. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, these are things that I learned from Joe Sugarman. He's got a book on Amazon, which you can probably pick up for about 10 bucks. I believe it's called uh, Adweek Copywriting Guide, something like that. But this this guy is a legend of, of copywriting. I've met him in person and I've learned a huge amount about copywriting from him. And his framework, his seven-step framework, basically starts out with creating excitement uh, and intrigue and interest up front. And I think the easiest way to think about copywriting is to imagine uh, a sales letter. So a written out uh, letter where, where someone has written a page of content. Maybe it's a flyer that you find in a newspaper or a page in a magazine, or maybe it's a web page where someone is selling something to you. And at the very top, you'll normally have a headline and the bigger the headline, the more powerful the headline, I don't, I don't mean big in terms of size, I mean big in terms of the claims that are being made, 
the more readership uh, you're going to get. So I think getting people uh, excited, uh, interested, and intrigued is something that you, you need to absolutely nail. Because if you don't manage to do that, then no one's going to go on to the next piece of the sales letter or listen to the next piece of the video or audio. They'll just tune out. They'll go away and do something else. So there are a few different things you can do. One is to make a, a very big claim. Secondly, something you can do in, uh, in addition to doing that is to specifically talk to the people that you want to be selling to. So for example, you could say attention all woodworking enthusiasts or um, uh, attention all e-commerce sellers if you've got uh, a shopping cart platform to sell like we do with, with Cartsy as, as an example. And then you can start building uh, drama and intrigue around what's to come and you may do this in another paragraph so i put all of that into uh, the first section of this framework which uh, i sort of call interest and excitement the second section that we get into which should flow on from the first is about how whatever the product is is different and you really need to differentiate yourself these days you're never going to be able to uh, do a better job of being Apple than Apple computers can do. So it's good to differentiate. And that's the second part of the sales sequence is that differentiation and talking about how your product does things differently that perhaps no one else can do or no one else does. And the third part that leads on to that is getting into more of how it works. But in this section, you don't want to get people lost in the weeds. Like if you're selling a drill, you don't want to tell them how the motor works. You don't want to tell them uh, how it's all put together. You want to keep things at a very, very high level and keep uh, laser focusing in on the fact that the drill is designed to drill a hole. And the person that is buying the drill wants to get a hole drilled. They don't necessarily want to know all the intricate details of how the drill is put together, how it works, and so on and so forth. But you can still give a high-level overview of how does the drill work? Well, you plug it in, you press that button, and hey presto, uh, you know you, you've got a you've got a hole that that you're looking for. And if you want to make a bigger hole, you can do this. And if you want to make a smaller hole, uh, you can do this. So that's what I mean, and that's about the level of detail that you you get into in the how it works section, which is the third section. So. So far, we started off with section number one, which was about interest and excitement. Section number two was about how the product is different. Number three, how it works. And the fourth section is where you get into unique features of the product. Things that, uh, some of the, the aspects that exist about the product that actually make it different. And I want to differentiate the features here from the benefits. The benefits are the things that uh, the product is going to allow the customer to do. And when you're writing sales copy, a, re a really good way of making sure that you're including benefits is by adding so that at the end of a sentence. So for example, um, uh, if you're selling a drill, you could say, you know, a, a drill with uh, multiple uh, drill bits so that you can drill holes of different sizes. So the benefit there is the ability to drill holes of different sizes. The feature, though, might be having this set of different drill bits at your disposal. So um, hopefully, hopefully that makes sense. And that would be the fourth sequence, the fourth part of, of the framework, I should say. 
This episode is brought to you by Cartsy. Cartsy is an all-in-one e-commerce shopping platform that can help you build an e-commerce business in record time. It provides you with all the bells and whistles that you need to get started selling your own products online. And it's incredibly easy to use, built for newbies who want to grow an online business without all the hassles and headaches that come with other shopping platforms. If you'd like to learn more about Cartsy and take advantage of a special offer that we've set up, and I can do that because I'm actually the owner of Cartsy, then head over to thegrowthbooth.com forward slash Cartsy, that's spelt C-A-R-T-Z-Y, that's thegrowthbooth.com forward slash Cartsy, and get more information about how we can help you build an e-commerce business and how you can unlock the power of Cartsy today. Now back over to the episode. The fifth part of the framework is to justify the purchase and you can do this in a number of different ways by showcasing the kind of value that it can deliver by comparing the the cost with other similar solutions or maybe they're not even similar but uh, other options so for example uh, if I'm uh, selling a product that teaches people how to build an online business and I'm showing them how they can go from zero to one thousand dollars in their first 30 days I could and, and let's say I'm selling that for a thousand dollars I could compare that to the cost of buying into a franchise or, or, or something else, any other business opportunity basically. I could compare and contrast uh, to put uh, value uh, in the eyes or to showcase the value of, of what I'm able to deliver in my product. And in addition to this, you also want to make, uh, make sure that the prospect, the person who's considering investing can see that it's a good, val- it's a good value purchase not just in the short term, but in the long term as well. So you're not selling something that's just going to gather dust. You're not selling something that's going to end up uh, stashed away in the garage and, and never, ever used. If someone does want to stash it away, they can pull it out in five years' time and it's going to be just as valuable uh, then as what it is now. So that's almost uh, presenting the uh, opportunity in an evergreen light, meaning that there's value today, immediate value that you can get, but there's also value down the line. This is never going to go uh, out of fashion or stop working. The sixth part of this uh, framework that I like to use is about servicing the product. And this is really another way of saying support. So what happens if it doesn't work? Uh, what happens if something goes wrong? Where can you go to get support? And this is where you can showcase all of your support avenues, but it's also where you can talk about uh, guarantees that you may have in place, like a money-back guarantee uh, as well. So if it doesn't work for you, don't worry. We've got you backed up with a money-back guarantee of some kind, and you know, you're removing risk uh, essentially in this section. And then finally, the seventh section of the sales letter or the ad or whatever it is that you're putting together would be asking for the order. And a lot of people don't do this part, but this is where you have to uh, sort of uh, specifically ask the person to take their credit card out and make the investment if that's what needs to be done. Or if it's not a transaction, then you ask them to take action, like um, add your email address into the opt-in form right now. And uh, it's really important to actually reiterate this. So you might ask someone uh, for the order, then explain to them again what's going to happen if they don't take the order, uh, if they don't make the investment and, and do whatever it is that you're asking them to do, explain what could potentially happen, what that would mean, and then ask them for the order again. So this is uh, typically how, how we tend to do it. And like I say, it doesn't matter if this is a 
you know, a written sales letter, if it's um, an ad for you know something like the radio, if it's a YouTube uh, video, uh, it doesn't matter, or a webinar, it could be anything. This is this tends to be the framework at a very high level. And obviously, you can drill down into these uh, sections uh, more and more and more and get more uh, into the the details there. But at a very high level, if you want a, a framework to use, these are seven steps that you can go through. And I think. The thing that should give you comfort here is selling is a science. It's not an art form. And it's almost a case of filling in the the blanks, filling in the spaces. And right now I've just given you a seven-step framework. And if you got a pen and paper or a piece of page, you could write a heading for each one of these and then simply fill in the gaps. So at the very top of the page, you'd have uh, section number one, which is interest and excitement. Section two would be how is the product different. Section three would be how it works. Section four would be the unique features of the product. Section five would be justifying the purchase. Section six would be about service and eliminating risks, so talking about the refund guarantees. Section seven would be asking uh, for the order. And then when you piece all of those together, you've got a start to finish uh, flow that you can use. Now, Joe Sugarman talks about a sales letter uh, being like a slippery slide. So someone comes in at the top and they slide all the way down to the bottom. So when you're writing or crafting these, you want to make sure that each line leads on to the next and people want to find out more. And that's what the true uh, genius uh, copywriters are able to achieve. And, and again, it doesn't matter if it's written, doesn't matter if it's video, doesn't matter if it's audio, but that's what they're able to achieve. They're getting people uh, hooked in, and going all the way through uh, the copy. Now, um, you can get so much more uh, information about this by uh, investing in uh, books from some of the these classic copywriters or doing uh, Google searches. And if you're someone who, who thinks you know, you're not good at uh, putting words together, then there are so many tools out there that can help you with this today as well. I mean, look at all the buzz around uh, AI and the likes of chat, GPT. You could... You know, load that up and you could say, give me 10 headlines that highlight uh, the advantages of whatever it might be. And you'd get them spat out to you and then you could sort of mix and match and merge them together until you've got something that actually works. So I think copywriting today is probably uh, easier than it's ever been, but I think there it's hard to put a price tag on the ability to do this for yourself because you don't. I don't think a, a machine will ever be able to come up with as something as unique as you could potentially come up with, especially if you know the product uh, inside and out. You can certainly feed ideas into the machine and get a better result of what you could do on your own, but having an idea of this structure at least will uh, you know, give you a framework to use and make creating a sales letter uh, that much easier. So um, look, this is the seven-step uh, sales uh, copy formula that we use and it's been incredibly, uh, incredibly uh, effective and, and valuable in our business over the years and I wanted to film uh, this episode specifically about copywriting here today because I think this is something that uh, could help you in all kinds of different areas of your business and copywriting is one of the most um, high value skills out there that you can master. If you want to learn something new, then diving into copywriting is something that will pay you off over and over and over again. And what I'm going to do in the next episode is dive a little bit deeper into this again and give you uh, more ideas about how you can handle objections, which is 
uh, one of the things that you can focus in on to get even more bang for your buck when it comes to uh, crafting a, a sales leader and putting a sales message together. That's a wrap for this episode. Look forward to seeing you in the next episode of The Growth Booth. Thanks for listening.